Hello, welcome to another episode of StartupCast. Hello, welcome to StartupCast episode 3. We have two guests here. Hello, I'm Patrick. And I'm Chris. Alright, so Patrick, um, tell me about yourself. What are you doing around and uh, how do you find it? How do, well, how do I find it? How did I find it? Um, uh, I've been coming to Iran now for about 10 years. Um, I'm one of the lucky uh, Ferengis who uh, married uh, a Persian woman. So I've been uh, traveling on and off to, to Tehran and Iran for about a decade now. Um, and uh, started to come with more f- frequency and, and stay for longer just because uh, my background's in marketing, um, and for the last couple of years, I've been involved in a, um, a social a dating startup. I don't know if you can say that. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> on, a, on a podcast in Iran. English. Um, nobody, nobody listens to that. In, we in, have no listeners. No listeners. <laughs> in, uh, in Singapore. Um, yeah. And what I was, what I was finding um, in Singapore, that there was a lot of interest and curiosity about uh, Iran. Yeah. Um, people were asking about what was happening there in the tech scene, on the startup scene, um, but also a real kind of uh, lack of understanding about how they could begin to kind of connect with the scene here in, in Iran. Yeah. And just last year, I said to a few people who kept asking questions, like, well, if I organize a trip, will you come? And um, a number of people said, yeah, I would sign up to that straight away. And uh, sort of, so organized a trip last autumn and had planned to come to Iran for, for two weeks and ended up staying for two months. Right. Um, and just got very excited about what's happening here, just the enthusiasm for entrepreneurship amongst um, young people um, and also the kind of unexpected technical capabilities that also exist here. Um, right. And so this is a, a, an environment which I've continued to kind of look at and um, hope to be part of at one point in the future. I hope so too. Yeah, thank you. All right, Chris, yourself? Uh, so, yeah, I run a, uh, day-to-day I run a digital marketing agency in Singapore called The Farm. Um, sort of more broadly, I own a group of uh, companies that uh, basically uh, have capabilities in sort of data, big data, uh, technology, mobile, uh, and, and marketing. So <clears throat> when I got the opportunity to, uh, to come to Iran with Patrick, I sort of, I sort of jumped on it. Uh, one of the things that we're hoping to launch uh, later this year within our group of companies is, is an incubator. Oh, um, right. In Singapore? Uh, we'll start it in Australia, but we'll uh, probably move most of the uh, IP yeah. into, into Singapore. Nice. Um, and uh, so interested to sort of see how other people are doing it in other uh, yeah. parts of the world. Um, but I think, yeah, to Patrick's point, like really uh, surprised and amazed at the, the level of sort of, um, I guess, marketing know-how that is here. Some of the people we've met are actually doing some amazing work. Uh, and then on the technical sort of IP development front too, a lot of really interesting uh, ideas and products. Yeah. Uh, so much passion. I mean, it's, yeah, so uh, much energy. So much energy. It's, it's really refreshing. I mean, coming from Australia originally, Singapore's got a great uh, startup scene, but here it just mm-hmm. sort of seems to take it to a whole new level. And it's really in a very, very early days, so yeah. it's going to be exciting to hopefully be part of that as well. So. How long have you been in Singapore? Uh, two years now. Two years. Yeah. yeah. How, do you, how do you compare 
you know, it, the Singapore ecosystem really uh, growth uh, was re the pace of growth really high, and uh, we are at the uh, at the verge of that kind of growth in Iran. Mm. And next year is going to be a lot of improvement in the law, in the infrastructure, and uh, a lot of events just kind of introduce people to entrepreneurship. How do you compare the um, the two ecosystems together? I mean, Singapore is very different. The government there is um, very proactive about creating uh, business in general. Um, they're very interested in creating uh, and supporting the startup scene there. I mean, I guess from an infrastructure point of view, they have uh, you know a very strong legal system, a very strong finance system. Uh, you know, from an IT infrastructure point of view, they've got you know high-speed internet. Every everything has is fiber everywhere. Um, right. So it's it's very uh, you know it's it's set perfectly set up to to host uh, startup businesses for technology. Right. Uh, so they're, they're very proactive in, in supporting it. There's a lot of grants from the government uh, to fund and, and help businesses grow. Uh, even things like to buy computers, you can get 60 cents back in the dollar yeah. just for things like that. So here I think, you know, I think if the, the passion will come from the community and I think that that will be what takes along, maybe not the government, but, um, but again, hopefully things will change in, in, yeah. the, in the years to come. Yeah. No, I think I think what Chris has said is right there that the the government in Singapore has played a crucial part in like laying the the foundations for um, the Singapore startup scene. Yeah. That, you know they started laying those foundations ten years ago, but the real inflection point you know that seems to have happened once you had a really vibrant community on the ground, and yeah. that kind of has accelerated things, particularly over the last uh, let's say two to three years, um, and that's really been driven by. You know, entrepreneurs and people in the ecosystem that have made yeah. that happen. So the, the 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 government has been really crucial at creating kind of like the platform for that to happen. But you know, people have turned Singapore into what it is today. Right. If you want, if you want to point one thing that is missing in this ecosystem in Iran, that is a key ingredient in this growth and kind of growth. What would that be? Uh, there's one thing that is different, and I don't know if this is a key ingredient, but it's been a crucial ingredient in Singapore that doesn't exist here, and that is um, the ease with which uh, talent and expertise from outside has been able to come in. Right. So what, what Singapore has done, uh, it, particularly towards technology, is opened the doors and said, hey, if you've got expertise, come here and we'll kind of absorb your knowledge and your yeah. energy and your, uh, your passion um, into our startup ecosystem. And it's very easy for you know, people from a lot of countries just to rock up in Singapore and stay for three months on a visitor's pass. Yeah. Um, and, and I think for you know, Iran, that is an opportunity yeah. um, to make it easier for people just to come and explore the ecosystem. Yeah. Um, you know, getting visas, is still difficult for some nationalities, you know, particularly yeah. for Americans, Canadians, and, and Brits. Making it easier for those people to come in and making it easier for them to stay and, and connect with people in, in the system will be crucial because I think that's been a big help for Singapore. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, um, I think that, yeah, that, that foreign talent, uh, even in Singapore, I think that was crucial. You know, they had a lot of, again, technically capable people. Um, you know, some people actually were genuine entrepreneurs and, and had great ideas, but uh, I think that they sort of felt like they didn't they didn't know what they didn't know, sort of thing. Even though they're actually doing quite well, so they yeah. I think having those external people come in to I guess guide and support um, 
was crucial. And I think that, yeah, the same here. I mean, what I've seen over the last couple of days, again, people are doing some really amazing stuff, but they're sort of always questioning, you know, are we doing the right thing? Is this best practice? Yeah. Um, and again, you know, like, you've got to do what you can in that market, but you know, it's nice to have some validation and even a different perspective from, from outside. So it doesn't matter where you are. Startup cast. I think if, if any uh, kind of outside organization of accelerators and curators coming to Iran, that would be the best case scenario. You know, they, they bring the know-how, how to run an accelerator and do it, and the mentors put everything together uh, in one package. That would be the quickest, shortest way of doing it. Um, so what do you guys like about the Iranian startups? Do you have any favorite startups? Oh, <laughs> that's a difficult question. Shall I let Chris answer first? Okay, uh, uh, I'm going to uh, say, uh, I mean, we did see one uh, particular startup, uh, Second Day, who have created a, a pretty incredible uh, product sort of around big data, um, storage and compression and uh, encryption, which uh, I don't know if I can say the name, but it, it, it basically, it, it, it's a game changer. Like, it, I was completely blown away what these two guys have created, um, you know, they've, they've only just sort of taken it to the outside world. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're about to run some trials uh, on this, but it, it, it's a huge game changer. And I, I was really excited to... I haven't to, seen that one. No, no. <laughs> Jesus. Um, <laughs> you guys already know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, but again, I, I think, you know, we, we met with a digital agency here too, uh, a, a marketing agency, uh, again, who are doing some really interesting and amazing work. So, yeah, yeah it's... Uh, I think everyone's sort of provided a different perspective as well. We're all doing interesting things and yeah, in their own right, um, yeah. but all sort of from different angles. But it's good to see that, again, I think that the, the community here is quite vibrant. Like, everyone sort of knows everyone, and, and it seems to be quite a good supportive... The energy uh, level is really high. Yeah, yeah energy level, but it, quite supportive as well. So. Yeah, supportive as well. I would actually have to say, I'm, what, what's been most exciting on this trip for me is the startups that we've heard about that haven't started yet, right? The people right. we've met working on really interesting ideas. And uh, I think what we've found, like, you know, we've had back-to-back -back meetings for the last few days, and um, every time Chris and I have walked out of them, we've like, looked at each other and gone like, oh my god, there's so much, there's so many interesting things and so many potential opportunities. Yeah. Um, and we've had some great conversations with people working on really innovative ideas. Um, and I think, you know, it's going to be great coming back in a year's time. Um, and seeing some of those things having uh, come to life. Yeah, exactly. Um, there are a lot of um, uh, interest in the Iran as well, the investors. And uh, what, why do you think they should look into Iran in particular? And why do you think they should come in and see what's going on? Yeah, I mean, we were talking to someone yesterday, and I think it's, it's true. Like, you know, there are very few places in the world that have completely untapped potential. Yeah. Um, you know, there's usually either a, an existing, even from a startup scene, but even sort of broader, you know, established infrastructure enterprise. Uh, here, I guess because of the sanctions and, and, and the way uh, the situation over the last, I guess, what, 30 years or, or so, um, there's been a lot of internal uh, capability building. Yeah. Um, but again, a lot of it, almost every aspect of uh, business here is, uh, has, has an opportunity to grow. There's opportunity because of the market's so big. Uh, you know, there's good money here. There's there's good, uh, highly educated, uh, you know, population. 
uh, good mobile penetration and, and you know okay internet penetration and which I think will only get better as well so next year you know sort of yeah next year everything's next year um, but no it, it seems to have all the right parts but no one's got any of the bits right yet like so you know there's so many things you can do and I think that's what Patrick and I have been like because you know people are doing sort of certain things in startups but there's all the supporting infrastructure you know payment solutions delivery solutions uh, you know, even, uh, you know, ad, ad tech uh, platforms to support yeah. the marketing, you know, ad, ad efforts and, and things like that. So there's just so many things so that people can come in and, and sort of be part of and grow and, and hopefully succeed. Yeah. And I think for sort of um, longer term investors as well is Iran is obviously, a, you know, untapped market of 80 million, which is great. But it also will be, I think, once sanctions... Um, are rolled back, essentially the hub for the region. It will become yeah. the hub. And that's you know, just the per- Persian-speaking part of that is over 100 million. Once you take in all of the neighbors, you're looking at you know, a couple hundred million. This is going to be a very, the center of a very significant kind of market region. Yeah, it, there are a lot of good startups in, in Iran as well. And uh, some of them um, are getting to the point they need to grow, uh, they need to raise capital to growth. And uh, it's like a chicken and egg problem, you know. You have to have a good startup to have the investors coming, and you have to have the investors to have the good startups. So, uh, yeah, uh, thank you for coming, guys. Thank you for uh, having us. Thank you. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Great. Take See care. Bye bye. www.shenoto.com